Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. Wake you guys the playoffs you hear this intro makes it reminds me of the playoffs it makes me go insane every time i hear it uh welcome back ben and woods 97.3 the fan out here live at fan fest we got an hour to go and uh waiting on our pal jake cronenworth very excited to talk to jake find out how many gloves he brought with him or he's going to bring with him to spring training uh talk about you know potential position change what are you guys doing over here trying to get wi-fi going for what just so I can see what people are tweeting about and what's phone. going on in here. That's on true. But there's a lot of people here. It's The Internet's very busy at the moment. It is. So just get, trying to get on the Wi-Fi. Just put it on your phone. But there's an F in the password, and my F key doesn't work, so I can't type in the password. <sighs> I know. I know. I know. Upgrade. Upgrade, Ben. I apologize. Hey, oh, look at who that is. Hey, All right. All right, there we go. There he is. <laughs> there he is. This is radio. Surprise so. me. I know, look who that is doesn't really suffice, so I'll say to everyone who's not Sorry, here, here, it Good happens to be Padres all-star, well, I was going to say second baseman, but also now all-star first baseman, player, baseman, player, just a player. Jake Cronenworth is yeah! here, everybody! <laughs> Headset is yours right there, Jake, and it was uh, it's a pleasure to have you stopping by, and I mean, first of all, just ha- I mean, your reaction to the scene here today. With Padres fans, this is incredible. Yeah, this is pretty insane. Pretty insane. It's nuts. It's nuts. You've been uh, to Fan Fest. Did we? Have you been to a Fan Fest before? Not Zero a, times. Not Zero a to- times. There really hasn't been one. Since, yeah, there really hasn't been one. Because of the pandemic and everything since Jake's been here. So they weren't like this before this. No, they were not. I know it was not me. It was definitely Manny and Toddy. <laughs> it's crazy. So new faces in the clubhouse again uh xander bogart's now uh, uh you've got a chance to hang out with him a little bit obviously we all familiar with his game what's he like uh what's he like as a as a person a, a player and all that yeah uh obviously game speaks for itself awesome player um really solidified himself in boston just all-star shortstop just absolutely rakes um, but to have him in the clubhouse, not just a great player, but a great human, and I think he's going to fit our group really well. So for you, uh, you know, I mean, again, the, the last season was so magical. We were watching it as a family last week, the, some of the highlights, and, and 
it was just incredible. It was just an incredible thing to, to cover, to watch every night as a fan, too. How'd you feel at the end of the year? Long year. Like, you played a ton of games. You played a ton of innings. What did you learn kind of about yourself, your body, and, and what you need to do? And, and have you changed anything for this year? Yeah, I think the biggest thing, you know, is the second full season, obviously the shortened season in 20. Um, but being able to go as far as we did, um, you know, you kind of get that second win when you get to the playoffs. But, you know, every night's a grind, and it's it's, it's a mental battle more than the physical. Um, and when you're playing games that are as strenuous <laughs> and uh, <laughs> as cool as they were for us, uh, it takes a toll. But uh, I think you just, you know, you reset and recoup and get ready for next year. The addition of uh, Xander Bogarts obviously is going to create a shuffle. And so far everyone has said, you know, pretty much the right thing. Well, I just want to do what I can do to help the team win ball games. But obviously there is some adjustments, some changes, you know, some stress to all of that. How have you kind of managed that yourself this offseason? Yeah, I think I've gone into every season with these guys <laughs> not knowing where I'm going to play. I, in 20, I was a pitcher for a little bit. and uh, so uh, yeah, we, we talked about AJ <laughs> trying to make everybody into pitchers. It's yeah. like... Do you know he tried to make Nelson Cruz into a pitcher years ago? So there you go. Mad scientist. So, yeah, no, we got a great group and a ton of versatile players. So I think, if anything, it's going to help us more than hurt us. So have you thought a lot about, I mean, you're going to bring now a first baseman's glove. Well, you had it before. But now you're going to be, like, probably penciled in the lineup. I asked you last year when uh, when they signed Juan Soto, I'm like, all right, man. Juan Soto's in the lineup now. You probably have to slide down a little bit. You're like, I don't care. I used to hit ninth. I couldn't care yeah. less. You care where you play as long as you're out there. Yeah, as long as I can help the team. Um, shoot, I wasn't even playing when I first got on the team yeah. to begin with. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, anywhere in this lineup, I think. Was was that your – we were talking about it in the air. Was that your first position with the pods was first base? Haas got hurt. Yeah, I came as a pinch runner for Haas against the Diamondbacks. Uh, played, I think, anything a half or two at first. And uh, then I had to hit had the to, first yeah. game. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, now, I mean, you now kind of get a – be the first baseman for the San Diego Padres, but it's going to be a little bit different. No shift. They probably want the athletic infield that they have right now, and it's going to be hard. You're going to be hard pressed to find a more athletic infield than than what we have right now. Yeah, uh, I think you know I, I don't know where guys are playing specifically. Obviously, I think once we start playing games in spring, and obviously a lot of guys are going to be gone, but I think we'll have a better idea of where everybody's going to be at. Um, and obviously, like we've said earlier, guys can move around and spell some guys for some off days but the versatility we have is incredible jay cronenworth is with us here at padres fan fest and not just what position they're going to play at but and I, i'm sure bob melvin and the coaches are going to go through this while you're at spring training but in terms of the positioning now with no shift i mean you can, i can certainly see a scenario where a first baseman is going to ex be expected to cover a lot more ground than maybe you know Cecil <laughs> Fielder was asked to cover back in the day. It's going to be a little bit different. Cecil could move a little yeah, bit. No, Cecil I'm, I'm, could move a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's um, you know it's hard. You know we've been so we've had the shift for so long and the ability to kind of defend that side of the field and the other just not as much as against lefties. Um, but I think with our infield and the athleticism there, uh, I think. It's going to be hard to find a more athletic infield than we have. No doubt. There's no doubt. Uh, talking to Jake Cronenworth here on Ben and Woods this morning. How How's your offseason been? Um, what have you done for fun? And what have you – I I don't know. Like, at the end of the year, you look back and go, you know, for me, I'm like, you you could be better at this, this, and this. Try to work on this. Mostly it's mental. <laughs> so, for you, um, you know, what did you do for fun and, and what have you done for work? Yeah, we'll start with the work first. Um, you know, took some time off and just relaxed. 
um, but got back into it. And um, obviously, you want to get better at everything, but there are certain things that you need to kind of refine. And uh, like we've talked about, no shift this year, be a little more agile and get out there and, and be a better defender. And you can always do things like that just to kind of propel yourself and be in a better position once the season starts. Um, you know, working on the swing, working on the speed, um, very similar to what I've done in previous off seasons. Uh, and then fun, um, no vacations. I'm a huge foodie, so ton of restaurants and just. Uh, you haven't fun. gotten in the pool yet to learn how to hold your breath for seven minutes. Is that not? Is no. that not something that you see any value? No. What about in golf? Or? Have you taken up golf? No, he plays. I've, I've been playing okay, golf. Yeah, yeah. He's good with all sticks. But it's hard. Hockey, it's hard to play baseball golf. Bats. It's hard to play golf when it's snowing. So. Yeah, Michigan is not the greatest place <laughs> no. to play golf in no. December and January. But now that you're back out here and you're going out to Arizona, there might be. Chance yeah. to break out the clubs once yeah, or twice. A few days. For yeah. sure. Yeah, no doubt. No yeah, doubt. Shoot a couple hundred. Shoot a couple. Yeah, <laughs> we just played with Matt Strom. Me and Paul whipped his ass, so that was fun. <laughs> Be happy to take you on in spring training, too. So, one thing I'm better than him at, maybe, but I, I still doubt it. I still doubt it. Uh, no, man, we're obviously everyone's excited about the season. Uh, it's going to be nuts. I mean, it's going to be nuts. You feel, you feel more pressure this year? I mean, kind of be hard not to but as far as we went last year as far as you guys went um as as well as you played as good of teams as you beat you know that it's in you now and the guys know it's in them too and you've added better pieces and and excellent players but is the pressure on do you feel any of that yet or is it just is it just one day at a time i think the thing we realize is you know obviously we had some ups and downs last year uh we really settled in as a team and a group towards september and leading into the postseason I don't think we realize, really realized how good we were with the team that we had and to go as far as we did with what we had and then to add the pieces that we have, I think it, you know, and then coming here today and yesterday in the community, seeing everybody, I think it just, I mean, it relaxes us knowing that all these people are behind us and having the support we have. Do you feel like winning the division is an important goal or, I mean, you guys didn't win the division last year and you went to the NLCS, so it's obviously not, it's not required, but at the same time, you don't have to go to, you know, New York for a best of three series to start the playoffs and you can get a bye. That's a good thing. How how much of a focus will that be trying to probably win the division this year and, and, and see if you can make it a little bit easier in October? Yeah, I, th I think the biggest thing for us is, you know, all the teams in our division are really good. It's a tough division, really good pitching. Um, I think the biggest thing for our group is, obviously, it's, it's nice to win the division, get the time off, get the break. But I think just having a consistent season – and not having as big of lulls, ups dips. and downs. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or 
I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We've had in the past two seasons and just you know, staying on the right trajectory so that when we do get to the playoffs, we're rolling, and no matter what that situation Those is. Those dips make for some good radio, though, I'll tell you that, because you, you do start to get a little bit panicked, and are we doing this again, everybody? And they start to get a little bit panicked, but <laughs> I, it's I like, good radio. I like that Jake's higher on the Rockies than his own owner. He just said every team in the division's yeah, good. Their owner said, maybe we can play 500, <laughs> and I think the Padres have a couple of holes. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. That's actual, You're not one of the holes, are you, Jake? Actual, I don't think that's so. An actual, I that's an actual quote. <laughs> Well, I know you've got a bunch of fans that have, have come out to see you, and you're spending some time out here. Uh, you did that in the community yesterday, which is really cool. But, Jake, thank you so much for stopping by this table and chatting with us for a few minutes. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's always great joining you guys. Round of applause for Jake Cronenworth, everybody. We'll see him out on the field real soon. Take and, a break, uh, Safe too. trip over to uh, spring training in Peoria. All right, we'll thank take you. a time out. We'll come back and uh, reset things, let Jake get out of here. There's a big crowd that's, <laughs> that's uh, circled us around here. So we'll take a time out, and we'll, uh, we'll shuffle our way through and be back with more of Bennett Woods live from Padres Fan Fest on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Uh, never change, even though it's Saturday and there's thousands and thousands You've of people here at Petco Park, Park, and we are here signing autographs. It is all different, <laughs> but what's the same is that Woodsy's looking for the bathroom, yes. and he's not back when the segment starts. He still didn't find it. Somebody give me a cup. So yeah, we just had to start wearing a diaper. We just had Jake Cronenworth here live, and I will say that at the end, and I understand why. I do too. It it was a crush of fans looking for some autographs, and I totally get it. It's been hard to uh, if you wanted to get autographs here, you probably had to wait in long lines, and you probably only got one or two players. And this was a kind of a sneaky opportunity to get one of the Padres' core players an autograph without necessarily waiting in a a one to three hour line possibly to get it so i totally got the strategy it was a smart strategy and jake was able to sign a few he didn't get to everybody but they had to get him whisk him off to yeah. the next uh, the next player availability but Man, it, was, it was great to have him here it's nuts right being like that's like what elvis felt like like everyone's crushing the stage and he's like all right all right i mean it's crazy crazy that's only a real celebrity he's um he said he's I, such I, a he's stud, such a good guy man. yeah he's such a good dude just one of those cats i hope is here forever i just love his game 
I love his attitude. Um, you know, you hear him. He, I don't care. Whatever, wherever you need me to play, just wants to win. He's out there every day. I mean, the dude hates being out of the lineup. Can play in multiple positions, multiple, you know, play multiple positions well. You feel like, you feel like that's the kind of guy you win a World Series with, man. Earlier when uh, I was downstairs and Manny was talking to the media, someone asked about, you know, the, the superstars, the four guys at the top of the lineup, and he gets, don't forget we got Jake Cronenworth hitting fifth God, as that's well. So amazing. Which uh, I like to hear, you know, Manny kind of include Jake in that group now. Hundred percent of the Padres kind of core now five in the lineup. Plus he said, plus we got Nelly. And we got Carpenter, and, you know, he was uh, he was excited about the whole Padres lineup top to bottom. You know what sucks, though, is I just burned through every question I had from <laughs> spring training in two weeks. So I've got I'm gonna have to go back to the drawing board and be like, so. The, the good news is that baseball is ever-evolving, and there will always be new questions. I guess. Wait a couple of weeks. There will be new questions, how they're how they're adjusting to those new rules, what what's going on. And as we went to the break, I mentioned uh, – I mentioned Bob Melvin and the coaching staff at the end of the uh, first hour, and then Jake showed up. Padres did announce their entire coaching staff today, and it's a it's a full coaching staff. It right. reads more like a like a college football coaching staff with the number of assistants now, Paulie said, uh, that they've got going. Paulie said the same thing. I I thought it was big every year. Is it not? It's always it's been getting bigger in recent years, but there were a couple of differences today that I. I had not noticed before. Are, that we, was, are we venturing into Giants territory where they have like a team poet? Uh, they had remember they had like some like hypnotist Ryan and Christensen. Usually, so usually you've got your manager. You got your manager. So who's the lieutenant? Is usually the bench the coach, bench right? Coach. Okay, now the lieutenant is Ryan Christensen. He's the associate manager now. But that's what he was. No, he was the bench coach. And now he's the associate manager. Who was the, the bench associate coach, manager last the, year? There wasn't an we associate manager. Okay. Now there's the bench coach is Ryan Flaherty. Okay, I thought he was the director he of is quality also, control. He is, no, he is now also the offensive coordinator. Who's the comptroller? <laughs> this is what I want to know. Now, what is the comptroller? Ruben Diabla is still the pitching coach. Okay. And Ben Fritz is still the bullpen coach. Okay. Matt Williams is back as third base coach and infield instructor. Okay, I like that. David Macias is back as first base okay. coach and outfield instructor. Okay. They have two assistant right. hitting coaches. Right. No, no, like, full <laughs> hitting coach. They have an offensive coordinator. They've got Oscar Bernard and Scott Coolbaugh as assistant hitting coaches. Okay. They've got Brian Esposito as the catching coach. Okay, that's new. They have Pete Somerville, who's the game planning and coaching assistant. They have Eberto Andrade, who's the bullpen catcher and coaching assistant. Brian Price, who's the senior advisor to the Major League coaching staff. He was here last year. He was. And Mike Schilt, who was holy Schilt. He's the senior advisor to player development and the Major Leagues. But as we saw last year in a pinch, he could come down and manage games yeah. when everyone was out. We had to... four managers last year at one point. Didn't yep. we? We had... I think uh, Christensen, Flaherty, Schilt, and yeah. Melvin and all managed Melvin. games yeah. last year. That's right. So now that's just on the... Uh, on their major league coaching staff, that's what, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 13 different guys on. Now, you can't have that many in the dugout during a game. No. So only a, a certain number of them can be uniformed and in the dugout during the game. But that is a large, it is a large major league coaching you know, staff. You know, it would really make me nervous if we had a young, inexperienced skipper at the top. That's when I would start to panic and go, man. This is too many influences. This is too many cooks in the kitchen. At the end of the day, Bob Melvin and A.J. Preller co-manage the restaurant. You know what I'm saying? And they're going to be the final 
decision makers on the menu every night. But they you really, do, you do really have are. three other guys who have been big league skippers yep. in Matt Williams, Brian Price, and Mike Schilt, which, who are at your disposal. Which you did last year as you well. You did, yeah. And that's great. That's great. I'm sure Bob leans on those guys as much I, as he can. I think the, the point that, that I get out of this, though, is that, yes, we've seen Peter Seidler spending on players and opening up the pocketbook to bring star players, but he's not cheaping out on the fringes <laughs> no. as well. No, you it's know, not me and Paul out there. And, and we've been <laughs> we've been told that if, the, if there's anything that the Padres ask for that they feel like can help develop their players, you know, training tools, equipment that they need, Peter Seidler has pretty much always been an automatic yes. If you think this is something that will make our team better and help us win games, win the World Series, then it's a yes. They'll spend it. And if they need a couple of extra coaches to get it done, then – they will make it happen with a couple of extra coaches to get it done. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I, I'm unfamiliar with Oscar Bernard, uh, assistant I, hitting coach. I don't, I don't know his his. Do they have any uh, details? Yeah, on Yeah, we him got or? some bios. Bio. Joins major league coaching staff. Assistant in his eighth season in the organization. Spent the last seven seasons as the club's minor league hitting, hitting coordinator. Okay, cool. All right, so promoting from within. I like that. Uh, to give him a chance, and he'll be working with one of the newcomers, who's Scott Kulbaugh. Yep. Uh, who that was uh, that was. Uh, reported just a couple of weeks ago the former major leaguer he played for the Padres at one point and uh, he has been basically a hitting coach for the last two decades plus uh, around baseball yep. and, and he'll 20, be in the Padres organization 20 plus years uh, in the game and again I don't I don't put a whole ton of stock into into that I think Ryan Flaherty is probably going to be the guy he's the bench coach the offensive coordinator he has been the guy that those, all these cats have gravitated to over the years and he's the one that that you know when you when you look at their approach, yeah, I think there were some games that, that it was maddening at times. What are we doing staring at at you know first pitch fastball down the middle, except for Manny who hit about 400 on those pitches. But you, everybody else, you're like, man, we're be aggressive, be aggressive. It, it, it's not their plan, it, and when it does work to perfection, it's the best. It's just they grind these pitchers down, they wear these pitchers out. It's how it's how so many uh, di- teams that are dynasties were dynasties by just grinding out getting to the bullpen that's different though the bullpen now is not something you want to get into uh as soon as possible but in a long series yeah man grind pitchers down get to that bullpen see them two or three times and and it's a different series maybe it's just semantics but i think using the the term offensive coordinator instead of like head hitting coach right is kind of telling because to have success in a lineup yeah you want each hitter to maximize their own potential and you know hitting coaches work with hitters in the cage work on their swing things like that but a, a baseball offense even even in baseball is more than that there's coordination in a lineup you sure. know strategies of you know when to be aggressive when to take more pitches when to run when to not run and uh, to give the guy a title of offensive coordinator is someone who's kind of overseeing that that whole arcing strategy of you know these innings we're doing this against these certain guys we're doing this it's more than just a hitting coach. It's actually, a, I think, a more accurate way to describe what your role is as a coach now in modern Major League Baseball. Yeah, and he's, he's a guy that has that entire, uh, well, most of the, the roster because they got new guys in there, but most of their ear. They all love, they call him Flash. They all love Flash. We've talked to Adam Jones about Flash before. Adam Jones thinks Flash could be a manager right now in the big leagues. Um, yeah, hit, hit almost nothing for his career, but knows the game inside and out. You don't have to be a great hitter to be a great hitting coach. And uh, I look forward to kind of seeing if this if this 
team comes out because they have such a different identity than they did last year because of the players that they've added and then one of the players that they're getting back. I mean, Jesus, I, I can't even imagine. It, it's going to look completely different. You're not going to have a guy uh, batting in the four hole that likes to roll over and hit and double plays a lot. I mean, it's you're not going to have a guy in the five hole that strikes out a ton like Will Myers. It's just going to be a different thing altogether. You have um, a lot of guys who seem like they're really easy to get and pro hitters. along with. Yeah, pro hitters. I wonder, is there enough edge in the lineup, my, my, I mean, Manny's got he's got some edge to him. You know, he's got some fire to him. Oh, it's, you think not, there's not enough fire? Well, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying I don't think there is enough. I I bet that that I bet, I bet that would be brought up. Last year. I bet it'll be brought up that oh, these guys are also fun and nice. Oh no, and, no, no, and no. They seem like they're also friendly. Is there? They're psychotic though. Like, well, that's like the thing. Tatis, yeah. Tatis was talking about. I can't wait to take these challenges and stab them in the heart. I'm going to stab everything. I'm stabbing everyone. They're psychos. Like, Juan Soto is a psychopath in the best way. Manny Machado is will kill you with his bat. Uh, and, and and Xander Bogarts is an assassin. Like, he look, they look nice and smiling. That's the thing. They, On the I, diamond, they're just they're, they're I, nasty. I think that's my point, is that on a fan fest setting. Yeah, Crony is like the nicest all, guy. They all seem like they're the easiest, nicest guys. Get but Crony out there and he You put them down there in a competitive standpoint, and they are not They're not that friendly anymore. Bro, this is not some team that's <laughs> going to be like playing grab ass, jumping up and down, like, hey, look at us, look at us. These guys are vicious, vicious hitters. Some and, of the best in the game. And Bob Melvin, while he can seem, you know, grandfatherly and, and very nice at times. Also psychotic. I think he's yeah. he's got a, an edge it. to him. I think Ryan Christensen is even more of the kind of the disciplinarian lieutenant guy as the associate manager. So I think there's plenty of discipline, plenty of intensity plenty of fun on this too, team. But, yeah. but, you know, not in a way that is going to just wear everybody out. You also have to be careful of going too far in that direction over a long season. If it's all work and no play and no fun. That, that doesn't really work in baseball either. I, I, yeah, I'm not worried uh, about that in the slightest. I mean, this is going to be the best team that anybody around here has ever seen. It's just going to be unbelievable to watch when they're all on the field and they're all healthy. That's our that's our biggest prayer, our biggest hope, is that everybody, um, you know, stays healthy, doesn't miss any extended period of time, that Tatis comes back 20 games in exactly when he can come back and starts to perform and contribute because – if that happens, man, the, you know, 100, 110 wins isn't out of the realm of possibility. I mean, I, I agree with you for the most part, which is actually makes – it's going to make it more terrifying once we get to October. Oh, yeah. Because this team is going to be very impressive. They're going to dominate. They're going to win a lot of games. And it's not going to be – there's not going to be a – I don't think a playoff push. Even last season, there was – there was a bit of a race, you know. Yeah. They they eventually put it away and, and clinched the wild card, but only with a on a loss, like a week to go with a <laughs> well, loss, like right? On a yeah, loss we yeah. Clinched. yeah. I, I, I my feeling is is that playoff spot will be clinched much earlier, and the Padres will then be focused in October. And and when you reset everything, it's fun. When you win eighty nine games and you and reset you get to the playoffs, like, yes. you get reset. That's Clean that's slate. an exciting moment. That's like. All right, Dodgers, who cares that they won 111 games? We're all back to 0-0. Zero zero. Ask when, the Dodger fans how they feel. When felt. you win, you know, 100 games or something like that, the reset isn't quite as much fun no. anymore. It's like we worked all that six months to dominate everybody. And for now what? we're even. For what? We're back to even we're with everybody? Even. We get a home field advantage in a series, and, Bro, that's, and watching. that's all we got out of this? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Watching the Dodgers are such a great example of what you don't want to be come October. Watching Trey Turner kick the ball around. Watching Mookie Betts flail at every pitch. Watching Freddie Freeman not do anything. Watching these superstars just just choke. You know, choke. Thanks, buddy. Just choke when the moment's the biggest. That's what you can't have happen. And you've got, now you're that team. You've got those superstars to where you're like, alright, boys. But I don't just keep it rolling. I don't think that they can they can't go through a learning curve like no, the Dodgers. No curve. They can't Get, oh, well, get ten we can't, we can't adjust we can't get a year to adjust to what it feels like to be the favorites to go to the World Series. They just have to do it just this have year. To do it. They have to do it. This is I mean, I'm not saying that the window's closed, but they have to do Ooh, it this year. Come on, man. I'm gonna throw up. Anybody else gonna throw up? I'm gonna throw up. Hey, real quick, I know we're about to go to a break, but a little PSA here. The Padres tweeted out just a few minutes ago. They are extending FanFest to five PM today. To give fans more time to enjoy the festivities. Does that mean that Matt Scravey, who's coming on after us, will now do a two-hour show instead of a one-hour show? We just extended the Matt Scravey hours as well. I'm not sure. I can't stay. You can't stay. But uh, (laughs) if everyone got here and it took you a little extra time to get in, good news. uh, There's still two and a half more hours of fan fest if you didn't get a chance to see everything that's going on. To get in, the people are still getting in. I saw. I woke up this morning. I think it was about 7 a.m. And my first thing I saw on my Twitter feed was a line yeah. outside of Petco Park down Our the street crew that at 7 a.m. The, the crew that helped set up the booth here, they said they got here at 6 a.m. And there was a line, hundreds of people in line at 6 a.m. They didn't even have event staff here at Petco Park yet to, like, let anybody in or do anything. It's just been so They had to just create their own line when they <laughs> yeah. got here so early to get this uh, this fan fest started it's been a blast. So. Got a break. all right we're gonna go to break one more time and we'll come back uh, final thoughts got so many tier ones out here that we got to thank for saying hi and hello uh, we will do that when we come back on san diego's number one sports station Benna woods on 97.3 the fan
exciting. Oh, holy crap. It's a good day to be an F-level celebrity like us. <laughs> it, really it really is. It really is. The lines from the A-level guys have pushed all the filler into here, <laughs> and this has been great. I feel fan- I feel better about myself you than know, when I got here. You know what? We can wait three hours to meet a real celebrity, or, or meet these we can roll right over and meet these idiots in, like immediately. <laughs> these guys are asking me to sign their hat. I'm like, are you sure? Are you sure? What did you pay for that? No, buddy. I don't. It's not that I don't want to. I just wouldn't. You don't if want I were, this. Yeah, if I were you, I just wouldn't do that. Well, it's cleared out a little bit now. It, it so. has been remarkable, though, Whew. just walking through the concourses. I mean, we hear it at, at Petco Park during games, but today the the do the show bitches and uh, the have you tried the lasagnas yeah. and just the comments, right. tier ones, just shouting us out. All over the place. It's been it's so uh, fun. It's man. been a real treat, and I wanted to thank everybody. If anyone is on their way home already, uh, that stopped by, that's listening now, thank you so much for uh, taking some time to say hello and drop by with your kids. That's the story I get probably the most. They introduce their kids who are listening on the way to school, and the kids are going, "Oh yeah, we listen every day." I go, "I'm so it's sorry." Don't do this. God, it, it so, I'm so sorry, but they say, "No, no, no. We're, we love listening. We love listening." So it trips me out uh, that little kids listen. So I do apologize to the parents out there. If you're listening, just... do not stop with the car I drops. We've had about a million people. Just, yes. Hey, have you tried the lasagna? Yet? I mean, like they may get old someday, but we're I... nowhere near that point. We're not yet. there yet. No, I'm so. not there uh, in the slightest. In the slightest. All right, that's it for us. No, no, we've oh, got so another, oh, another 16 minutes or 16. so here. 16? We should replay one of our interviews <laughs> oh, no. from People earlier. hate that already. Yeah. Yeah, we can't do that. we got to keep original content going uh, the rest of the right, season. time to take on Woods. Can I uh, – <laughs> what, what are we supposed to talk about for the next 16 minutes? It's been very cool. It's very crowded still. Also, have a four-hour show. Uh, to you got here, on you guys here got a little earlier than I did. Um, I got here no, like I feel like just a, a few minutes. I feel like a jerk, but I uh, I saw all the response on Twitter about how rough it was getting in, and I would imagine yeah for the early crowd. But I came in and uh, I left Bo's birthday party at about ten thirty, and I was sitting here getting a sandwich at eleven thirty, and his birthday party was all the way up in Carlsbad. <laughs> I was eating a tri-tip sandwich at 11.34. Like, oh, I'm an hour and a half early for my broadcast, but I wanted to make sure I gave myself time. But, uh, I, they, like you guys said, they've extended it to five. Still letting people in. If, if there's one thing that I would maybe want to get to, and I know there was a big line earlier, but the Padres garage sale. Yeah, it looks amazing. Where they yeah. have a lot Check of the, after the, show. the old memorabilia and stuff. Now, I don't know what they have down there, because they've done this for a few years. So yeah. I imagine... You know, it's kind of scattershot what what they you, found and what's in there. It, it's an absolute mix of you can, like I've gotten a brand new sweatshirt, like a team issued sweatshirt for like twenty bucks. Then they have like, you know, you can get an old player's like wrist guard or a helmet, stadium seats. They have yeah equipment, memorabilia. Remember, <laughs> I bought the Jace Tingler Street banner yeah. for like ten bucks, and we had it up in the studio. So. I might have to go find something else. So, for the studio. so here's my theoretical question, because I don't know what's available. But if you could pick one classic Padres jersey of any player from any era that you could own, like what would be the one that you'd want to have? Ryan Schimpf. A Ryan Schimpf, <laughs> yeah. like an era, a 2000, like no, a Car- 11 era Ryan Schimpf. A Carlos Asuaje, so I could remember how bad <laughs> it's been. Adam Rosales. I love Rosales. 
Man, he I was love fun. His house. He's fun for like a week, for like five minutes. I think, uh, I good think, dude, though. I think it's fun after meeting some of the guys like you got to meet at fantasy camp, like an old Terry Kennedy catch, you know, jersey, something like that. Yeah, like a classic, something from 1984 would be a real cool thing to have. Uh, the old, really old style, like the Taco Bell. Like a Rupert Jones or something like from the old days. Like the, the old Taco Bell ones are, are, are great. And they've done such a good job with the new merchandise, too, here. And, and um, you're seeing that, you know, City Connect is everywhere. Bo got a, a brand-new City Connect hat today, finally, for his <laughs> birthday, and, like, lost his mind. He lost his mind. He was so excited. They're still blue and orange. Yeah, they the still old exist, blue orange, the, old yeah. blue, the old blue. Although, remember when they first changed to brown and there was still a ton of blue, you know, the blue out there. You look kind of today, and there's there's one or two of the old ones, but man, we have made the transition now. Yeah, people in have, a few years, have but the brown, the brown and gold have really taken over again. That looks good. And I, I know that it took a long time, and there was even some reluctance on the part. We talked to Ron Fowler about it, and and he wasn't a huge fan of the brown and gold, but the I mean, he even he would have to acknowledge that the yep, way this the is the right move. Yes, yeah, talking about the brown is it. back event night with my wife yesterday because we're like. It's just been weird with the pandemic. I'm like, did they do a fan fest last year? I think they did. Two years ago, no, I don't think so. It's, just, it's like everything's been a blur from the last couple of years. But that night in uh, November, I remember. That was just a couple months before the pandemic yeah, started. Yeah, and that was just kind of like, that really felt like the, the beginning of this new era, for sure. Just talk to some fans. Get some fans out here. Anybody we want to talk to? <laughs> Anybody want to jump on? Come on. Come on up. Grab a mic. Grab Paulie's mic. Why not? All right, get the headset on. Yeah, there you go. All right, here, let's Don't put you say on. any curse All right, words. What's, what's your name, <laughs> sir? Jose. Jose is here. Yeah. All right, what have you guys been checking out today? Uh, so we got a couple autographs. I got uh, Bob Melvin's autograph today, nice. which was awesome. He, he had a look at his baseball card and kind of double-take look at that. And like, That's not me. <laughs> I remember watching him play. I'm old, I'm old enough to remember seeing him too. play. I am, too. Yeah, yeah, did that. Uh, did the visitor... Uh, you know, the uh, tour of the Visitors the, Clubhouse. Visitors Clubhouse. Uh, going to the garage sale right now. Uh, visited the team store this morning. Uh, you know, if I wasn't on a budget, I'd probably buy, you know, the whole store. So you've I, been here all day? <laughs> yes, I've been here what all day. What time did you guys arrive? I arrived at about 7.30 wow. in the morning. Wow. And there was already a line? There was already a line to get in. Fantastic. Uh, obviously yes. fired up for this season. Uh, how long have you been a Padres fan? I've been a far- Padres fan fan since i can remember 93 94 okay 93-94 most excited you've ever been for a season right now yes most nervous yes. you've ever most been most nervous season. because you know it's make it or break it right it's uh, one of those seasons where you have the the talent and now let's see if we can make it happen it's so hard i mean it's so <laughs> hard to win a world series so, yeah. so many things have to break your way and you can't do it on the first day. You can't do it in yeah, spring training. Can't do it you on have the first day. That's exactly to, right. You just have to wait all you the way through. Got to play him out, Jose. Thanks so much for uh, jumping on with us. I pr- we appreciate you listening. We talked to you earlier. Um, that's really, really kind of you. And let's go Padres. Thank you, Matt. Yep. Let's go Padres. Go Padres. Sammy right. Levitt's here. Oh, we can put Sammy put on Sammy as Levitt well. On. Right, yes, Sammy pass, Levitt. Come on. Passing around Paul's headphones. Thank you, buddy. Hello, hello. Like a party favor around here. Hello, Sam. Uh, hello, Ben. Hello, what's, Sammy. What time did you get here up? this morning? I got here at about 7.50, and right. I'm very glad I did, because if I had arrived at 8.10, I, I don't know that I would have been here in time <laughs> for the first press conference they had downstairs or got a spot where we uh, were parking, but uh, it's been quite the day. This is awesome. I mean... Um, I've never been to a Padres Fan Fest, as you guys know. I've only experienced last year, and um, you guys know way better than me from from years past what it's been like here. And 
what this fan base has gone through with some teams that uh, weren't great and maybe didn't have that star power, but this has just been I'm, amazing. I, I, I'm not sure that any MLB team's fan fest has ever looked like this. I, I don't. I, I'd, I can't, be, I'd actually be surprised I'd be if interested there was to one. Know. I mean, maybe a defending World Series champion coming back, something like this, but this is... This is off the charts. Yeah. Ridiculous. you, you got to imagine like a Houston or something would probably be pretty good. Uh, I saw some of the, the – I saw like what the Braves did for their fan fest. Yeah. Adam was showing me the, the list of players that were showing up. Great. I mean, all the superstars were coming. I bet you that one was packed to the gills as well. Uh, this is a – I don't want to say it's a surprise. I knew Padre fans would be out in droves today because 65 degrees and right. sunny, like – Everyone wants to get behind this team. I think what says it all is I heard Xander Bogart say it earlier, and I, I saw from afar Manny, Xander, Fernando uh, on the stage with Don and Mud. But Xander Bogarts, remember, comes from the Boston Red Sox. Right. They, they won two World Series when Xander was there, yep. and it's the Red Sox. I mean, it's Red Sox Nation. They, they go crazy for their team. They support their team. They sell out Fenway Park most nights. But even he seemed to be really in awe of what went on here today and, and the amount of people and the uh, the fever for this team. I do think there is a tendency, at least some cities, some fan bases, to become a little spoiled when your team has consistent success. I sure. think Atlanta has seen that sometimes. You know, yeah, we know our team's going to the playoffs. What what have you done for me lately, though? What have you done special that's new? You know, you can, try, you can go to Los Angeles, and there are a lot of Dodgers fans, and sure. I'm sure that they had a, a decent fan fest. But does it have the fervor? The intensity that we have here in San Diego right now, how starved everybody is to see that World Series title. It's like Coachella today. The, co I mean, the connection, the co connection I've here. I've been at Coachella and have walked through the fields and been like, ah, and it had that Coachella vibe today. Like, this is, this is but I'd like, I'd like to, I, I'd like to think the Padres are going to win a, a one or two of these coming up here in the next few years, and I'd like to see Padres fans maintain that. Like what we have today, that well, same that same love for the team, you know, that not get that spoiled feeling, even if the success does come. No, I, I don't. I don't foresee that happening. I mean, if you stay loyal to a team for fifty some years that don't give you any, almost nothing, why would you ever turn your back on them when they gave? I'm not you? saying turn your. I'm not even saying turn your back. I'm sure they'll have more fans if they win the World Series. Will there be as much? intensity though, like we're feeling today, or is there? Oh, that's a good question. Is this intensity created by that? That well, desire me, to win. I think, so I bad. think that, would be, to, that would be a good problem of to course. have. I'm of not course. trying to be. I'm not trying to be crass here. But do you remember the first time that you ever? You remember the first time you ever kissed a girl? Yes. Did you want it more after you kissed a girl the first time, or did you want it more before? Because I know after the first one, I was like, I got to do that again. Whatever it takes to do that again, I got to do right. Like I don't. I think certain people are wired that way. I, it'd be hard. I'd be. It'd be amazing to me if Pottery fans were like, "Cool, just expect you guys to make the playoffs again." It's just, it's gonna, that will take Ben. That'll take a Dodger type run, winning eight, nine, eleven, you yeah. know, Western Division. And then if that happens, it will be like, "Hey, let's go, let's win one," and not in a short season, right? Like, yeah. Some of the takeaways from the news conferences down uh, there. Well, I was I was there for every one. Um, obviously, there was uh, a lot of anticipation for the Fernando uh, Tatis Jr. press conference. I thought he handled it really well. Um, seems really excited to be back and back with his teammates in front of the fans. And he said that you know essentially he was uh, a little bit 
nervous as to how Padres fans would receive him, but then you, you go and you look at him getting on the stage uh, beyond center field. Yeah, the booze have been just overwhelming <laughs> today for Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, you know, I, I think, I think um, for, in the Fernando situation, I think today really you could feel that sense of moving forward. Um, with him, with his teammates, with the fan base here. And it makes you really excited about what Fernando will do also because he's healthy. And that's something that he talked about. That's something that Manny talked about during his press conference was the fact that Fernando is going to be 100% healthy with the shoulder, with the wrist. And for that reason, I think it's very, very exciting. Now, he went through that today. Guess what? He's going to have to go through it all over again when he reports to spring training. Right. And there'll be other members of the media from different outlets that are there. And then he's going to have to go through it all over again when he returns in April, uh, you know, April 20th or whatever the date is when his suspension is up. And there'll be another, you know, Scrum. national stories all over the place on Fernando's return. So he's this is one step. He's got a few more that he's kind of got to go through. And then, of course, the biggest one is then he's got to get back on the field and you know, produce and, and be who he was and kind of reacclimate. So I, this day was great and a great first step. There's a lot of still steps on the path for Fernando yeah, but G- I mean, like Tatis for, Jr. ahead. Like for us and for me personally, like we'll talk to him at spring training, I hope, and then, you know, I'll ask him, how's it feel? Yeah, I think, I think for us. And then, yeah. but then like I don't, answer the question, I'm good. Like that yeah. part is yeah. behind him. But that's not how media works. I, I, I totally get well, that. You know, look, I, I'm going to I'm gonna read you what he said earlier because we, we tweeted it out. He said, I'm definitely looking forward to that challenge. It's going to be fun. It's going to be one of the most emotional years I feel like in my career. I'm looking to embrace it. And I think that's the mindset he's going to have to have when he's going to every road city and it's going to restart the questions when that visiting media yep. comes in the clubhouse. Um, I think the idea of embracing it, and if that means that, uh, you know, that, that Padres fans here are, are all behind him and it's it's the Padres fans against everybody else out fine, there fine with, uh, with Fernando, hey, if that's the way it's got to be, then, then so be it. I, I guarantee you we'll get tired of it as fans seeing – Every, like you said, every road series, yeah. you know, the Cincinnati Inquirer or the Philadelphia newspaper, every time they go, someone's going to go up to his locker. They're going to write a sidebar or some piece. It's going to come out. We're going to get you pissed know, off. There's going to be a column. I'm by some, tweet it. You know, I'm going to get in trouble. A Bill Plaschke, yeah. a column out there that's going to criticize and poke, and we're going to get tired of it. But it's imagine Fernando Tatis Jr. having to live with that, and it's going yeah. to happen over and over throughout the season. That's I think one of the big challenges that he's going to have to face this year. Yeah, you know what? If he comes out and plays really well and is the guy that he was before the suspension, before the injuries, I really think kind of across this sport, it's he's going to be embraced again no by this sport. I think he's too dynamic, well, you know his the- personality, just the whole package. I think um, he has a real shot to redeem himself in every way. You know the kids will. The kids don't care. Kids, kids don't care. They're forgiving. These two kids don't care. They're right here. <laughs> the kids are, These kids don't care. The kids are forgiving. What grade are you in? I'm a, I'm a sophomore in college. Okay. Right. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah. Full-grown adults don't care either. No, no, yeah. But you, like, you don't care what he did anymore. Like, let's move on. But let's move on. Yeah. Sure. Great. Yep. Agreed. Yep. Yeah. It's so you know. I, I mean, I think he's gonna be great. I he's think, gonna be great. I think let's. 
Sure. I think anyone who's a baseball fan who's smart and wants what's good for the sport will embrace Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah. yeah, agreed. You know, how can you love baseball and say, but there's no room in this game for a Fernando Tatis Jr.? Then you don't want really to hey, ba- see baseball, baseball grow needs, and thrive. needs Fernando yes. Tatis Jr. They need the athleticism. They need the highlights. They need the personality. They need the flair. They need all of it. And, uh, you know, like, uh, uh, just back to the, the press conference, it's like it, today's a great day to have these because it's all positive. It's all good stuff. There's yeah. a little bit of, you know, strategy as far as where does Fernando play and where does Juan Soto play and things like that. And, and Bob Melvin got asked about that stuff. But, um, you know, again, more, more so – uh, you know, just the, the positivity around this team. There's no – nobody is denying how exciting this group is and what the potential of this year has. And uh, here in, in early February, like, that's all you can ask for. I'm it, so tired of talking about it. I just want to see yeah, it in action. Well, even, even at, like, well, spring training. we've got training, uh, six weeks of spring training like, I have to talk about. <laughs> at spring training, just watching these guys practice at spring training, I'm going to be like, Well, nah. I've got good news for you. You don't have to talk about it again until 6 a.m. on Monday. Fine. <laughs> When we start this all over on Ben and Woods, because uh, we've reached the end I will, of I will, our two hours. I, I will say, I like the uh, topic wheel. I knew it was late January <laughs> when I heard the topic wheel. Not one day in the week, but two yeah, days in the week. Gonna, Sammy, <laughs> thank you so much. We're going to get a five days next, Sam, next week. Sam Levin, everybody. Padres pre- and post-game show host. That will do it for us here from FanFest. Uh, Matt Scraby coming in. He is going to take over oh, after this goodness. for the remainder. Did you hear did Matt hear that FanFest is extended an hour? So yeah. Matt, are you doing two hours now did, that they extended, extended FanFest? They extended FanFest. Okay. He's saying a one hour of Matt's gravy coming up next. But thanks to everyone who stopped by. We'll talk to you Monday morning. For Woodsy, for Paul, for uh, Maddie back there, I'm Ben. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law.